Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, I'm going to ask you, how are you holding up? It's a lot of pressure. You're putting me under a lot of pressure. Yeah, a little bit. Um, well, I think it's the, uh, man, I'm just like not feeling it today. I think, um, today's episode <laughs> is pretty perfect. I didn't, was inspired by my general feeling of helplessness throughout this week. Um, so, I mean, I don't like coming on the podcast and just complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, I do want to say there's lots of good, interesting things happening in my life, but my feelings mm-hmm. are over it, over it. How are you feeling? <laughs> um, I actually did a complete 180 over this last week and yes. my feelings that I had had of hopelessness and helplessness and feeling absolute garbage and hating every single moment that I drew breath. Uh, they've more or less passed for now, uh, which will be super fun when I actually get to see a psychiatrist in a couple of weeks. I'll be like, just well, watch. Well, who knows? Just watch. <laughs> I'll, I'll suddenly, I'll go over there and just suddenly be like, yeah, no, I feel fine. You don't have to give me shit. <laughs> and then immediately leave the office and just be like, oh, no, right. the weight of the world is terrible and I despise my existence. Hmm. May that never happen. I hope it doesn't. But that leads us to today's topic. Yeah. The feeling of helplessness. Yes. I have recently been feeling helpless about my depression cycle. Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating to feel like you're on the up and up. To feel like, you know, you've been doing... Well, then I have not been doing the therapies. But I've done therapies for years and... um Trying to be more aware of what I've been eating and exercising and socializing and doing cool projects. And you know what? I'm just getting depressed. I'm getting mm-hmm. depressed, not sleeping well, doing weird stuff, not doing and feeling like I'm not doing enough. Other people noticing and saying also I am not doing enough. <laughs> now, we've done an episode on hopelessness. The feeling of really just like losing all ability to to ever see the light of day again. Right. But being helpless is also, like, I feel helpless in stopping the cycle. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can't, I don't have the power to do it. Like, I feel powerless. Yeah. It's it's the removal of power as opposed to the removal of hope. So there is going to be some differentiating here that we're going to be discussing. Yeah. First of which are the different ways to feel helpless. Now... As we've both experienced, uh, the news cycle that exists in the world right now is pretty bleak. Um, There isn't a day that goes by that we don't hear about some horrible tragedy somewhere in the world. It's part of the downside of globalization is that we are aware now of every little thing and, you know... And every big thing. Every big thing. So, when a... When dozens of people get killed, we hear about it. When injustice is being done all around the world, we hear about it. We learn about these things. And it's easy to get swallowed up and to really just feel utterly and totally incapable of affecting change in this world. Mm -hmm. 
So... <laughs> so I'll just sit on that for a second. I think everybody feels that to some extent. Yeah. I know, like, you go on Facebook and you see all these pictures of the rainforest and all of these memes that aren't helping anybody, and it's just spreading so many miserable feelings. And I think that, yeah, so you guys get it. Yeah. The helpless feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just the life stuff. Yeah. There's just, there's less big picture things. Sometimes you're at a job that you absolutely hate, but it, it pays well. Mm -hmm. Or... You can't leave quite yet. You can't leave quite yet. Or you're stuck in a living situation that you don't want to be in, but mm -hmm. you can't afford to move out. Mm -hmm. Or you're in a relationship that's toxic that you can't get out of for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There are many, 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 many situations that you could go through where it feels like nothing you would do would be able to change the outcome of what you've already predicted to be the case. Yes. Let me tell you first that that is not the case. There is almost always something that you can do to get out of these situations. Whether it is acknowledging what you are capable of changing and being able to say, I can't affect change that much, I'm going to just sit this one out, or actually taking the steps or taking different steps that lead to a more progressive outcome. Something that, you know, you may have second-guessed yourself or doubted. Or just gone, no, I don't want to do that. And also, I think it's good to bear in mind for all of us, because I think sometimes we like to think certain people in our lives always have it together mm. and always know what to do. Everybody at some point in their life has felt helpless. Yep. So that might help in some way, sometimes some small way to be like, I'm not so alone. There's a lot of other people like me who are feeling helpless. Yep. Or have felt helpless in this specific situation. Fortunately, there have been plenty of people who have forged forward and have written articles on how to get through all different types of things. Yes. One of which involved different ways to combat that feeling of helplessness. Now... Because it is a feeling. It is a feeling. It is not necessarily a reality. It is just a feeling that you are experiencing. Yes. The biggest part of that feeling is understanding that when you are feeling helpless, it is usually derived from some sort of trauma. Whatever that trauma may be. If you hear horrible news and you feel a deep punch in your gut because this horrible news has happened, that is some sort of echo of trauma that you've experienced in your past, most likely. For the record, we are not uh, professionals. No. <laughs> we are not ther licensed therapists, doctors in any way. This is stuff that we have been researching to help us, guide mm. us through our own lives and struggles. So these yes. are things that we have learned and want to share with you. Yes. So. One of the things that, in my case in particular, I have always been what I would consider to be a white knight. Mm. And it is something that I struggle with often. It mm. is one of the things that really pushes me forward in my own quest. <laughs> to even call it a quest. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. In my, own, <laughs> in my own fucking existence. To be able to just sit there and go, hey, this is wrong. I want to fix it. 
let me mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's something that I know comes from having a lot of power taken away from me as a child, where I was, you know, I lost my father. So therefore, I, you know, I felt utterly incapable of affecting change at that point. And was your mother a type A who was very controlling to care a lot of stuff, or did she kind of lay back and let you even though at a young age. Very laid back and let me do. Yeah. Yeah. Very laid back and <laughs> let me do my own thing. So <laughs> I was I was never in that 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 sense of well no. Things were being taken care of. Felt like you were, had to take yeah, care of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I always have been very proactive in those kind of situations. Which necessarily isn't a bad thing, it's just you had to. Mm-hmm. That was in a survival mechanism yeah and that's what a lot of these things are they're survival mechanisms that have served you or can serve you in different places of your life but that comes with understanding and recognizing yes exactly what has affected you and how you react to those things yeah so getting to know yourself and becoming aware of the things that that trigger you Mm -hmm. is a big thing i think like Getting to know yourself is a bizarre subject and it's an own podcast, but yeah. a quick thing is just to start, if you want to start that process of getting to know yourself, is just to start um, noticing how you feel in different situations and maybe writing it down. Like, I went out to dinner today. I felt completely trapped because my back was to the entire room and I was with five other people I didn't like. And But, you know, like those kinds of things, mm-hmm. you'll start seeing a pattern. Anyway, I digress. Get to know yourself. <laughs> This way you can change. I think one of the funnier things that uh, I've ever been given as a piece of advice for getting to know myself has been to take a pause before I react to something. Mm -hmm. Like, it looks like I'm delaying answering sometimes when people are saying things to me. That's interesting. But I'm actually just like, no, actually absorb what has been said to me. Actually take the moment to recognize that another human being is speaking to me and I am not just a reaction box. Yeah, being reactionary. It's, it's, it's a big, big, big thing. And the funnier thing about that to me is there was a, it was, uh, walking with your mouth is what I was told is what it's like. You don't walk with your mouth. You are saying something. As though you are walking forward. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. (laughs) It's it's how you fall into a pit most of the time. You walk with your mouth. And you become almost, yeah, you become helpless in that you don't, if you don't realize you're doing these things, Mm -hmm. you just, and then you find yourself stuck in situations where you're like, I didn't know, I didn't know why I got myself into this situation. I'm helpless. Exactly. You're not helpless. I'm not helpless. Speaking, God damn it. <laughs> speaking of be telling yourself you're not helpless, talk to yourself better. Oh, look at that. I actually didn't even read that poem. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn to talk to yourself in a non-negative fashion. So I know that we've preached that a lot in the past, yeah. and it, it bears keeping in mind, and that's why we say it a lot, just because you can say something over and over again, and sometimes it just doesn't soak into your brain. And I, this entire last week, was absolute garbage in my self-talk. I said terrible things to myself. Terrible, awful, I don't know why I did. But, you know, some sick part of me was like, yeah, you deserve it because you're shit. Mm -hmm. You're a piece of shit. So, you know. See, I'm also really bad at doing just that. I am absolutely terrible at, at, at actually treating myself like, you know, a human being. Yeah. But it's okay. You you can 
it all comes down once again, recognizing yourself, getting to know yourself. When you know that you're doing a real disservice to yourself mentally and emotionally, you can take that moment, that little pause that I talked about earlier and just go, but shut the fuck up. Yeah. Y'all, you just don't, don't talk to me that way, me. Yeah. I don't deserve that. If you could tell that to someone else who was talking shit to you, you could tell it to yourself. Because they don't matter. Truth. Next up, focusing on specific senses and learning to be in the moment. This one is interesting to me because the way that this was described in the article we were reading, which link in the show notes, when you take the time, it's almost like meditation, but you what you do is you go from each sense one at a time and focus on that so you focus on seeing something you you know you look at something analyze it then you'll close your eyes you'll smell you're just like smelling the air around you then you'll just kind of focus on hearing what are you listening to what's going on around you so or... the idea here i think is to take you out of your reaction mm-hmm. and make you just become grounded and mm-hmm. present exactly right? Yeah, I'm glad you stopped me before I got to tasting something. That was weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just being aware of where you... Because I think, and a good example for this is, I know several people who get very, very strongly affected by what's happening in the world that isn't necessarily, um, isn't happening to somebody around them, but like reading about a shooting that happened far away or something that happened far away where like a lot of us would feel bad about it and terrible and frustrated, but not necessarily completely have our day shut down. Mm -hmm. This person would completely shut down and they feel helpless and to an nth degree. So this is a specific tool for if you just, or if you feel helpless with your anxiety Mm -hmm. or your trigger, like just remembering to breathe, Mm -hmm. remembering to get back in your body and realize that right now in this moment, you are not in danger. You are not helpless. Correct. There's definitely you're, somebody there with you. Yeah, you're, if anything. You're, you're not. Yeah, you're. You don't need to take on the trauma of because secondhand trauma is a real thing. Yes. So imagining the bad things that are happening in these other situations, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And lastly, you need to uh, recognize patterns. It's recognizing those patterns of behavior when you see yourself doing things that are going to take you in a downward spiral Mm -hmm. or things that are going to take you into a really shit place. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you can just recognize that they're happening and break those patterns. Now, how do you break them? That's where, this is where I am because Mm -hmm. I am having longer and longer stints where I don't necessarily fall into the old patterns, but I still fall into old patterns. I am a human being. Um, And the other thing is sometimes I think all of us with people who have depression or anxiety, it's chemical, right? Mm. So you can't always necessarily control it completely. Yeah. You will, once again, have certain patterns. Those patterns, uh, at the very least, when you when you recognize them and you are able to actually respond to them in a yeah. non-reactionary way, I think the the important aspect, and this is this is weird because I'm I'm terrible at breaking patterns. Yeah. Except the very few times when I've been really good at it. Really? And yeah, and I've never been able to put to words exactly how I was able to break them. Like one of the things when I was, you know, really hardcore in my in my 
healthiness and I was mm. feeling really good was I stopped eating fast food. Hard. Stop. And it was a willpower thing. I thought at the time was just like, oh, I just say no to it. Mm. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, sorry. Dare isn't exactly the right <laughs> fucking answer most of the time. But well, that's another good point is feeling helpless in your eating habits. Because yeah. I know a lot of us start feeling out of control mm-hmm. of, you know, like, oh, God, I can't lose weight or I can't eat healthy. And I just feel so helpless because every time I start dieting or exercising, then I just fall back down to that tunnel and I can't keep the motivation going. Yeah. Hi. How you doing? My name is Chris. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's really, um, it's harrowing at times when you think about how deep into that hole you can fall of just like, I can't stop doing these things because, you know, whatever the reason is, either mm-hmm. it's easy or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it might not even be that. You never it's know. It's also just comfortable. And the big thing for me, and I don't know if you guys have this too, is energy. Like mm-hmm. having the mental or emotional energy to create a change in my life mm-hmm. or to take better care of myself or what the fuck ever it is. Like, just, yeah. I don't always have enough of that energy. And um, and I think a really great thing to do is to start working on empowering yourself. Yes. Of which there are several different ways. Uh, first of which is, uh, seems kind of intuitive. It is uh, thinking on what can be done and then doing it. Even if you're going to, you know, if you get stuck on the whole thing of perfectionism of like, well, if I can't do it right, then I don't want to do it. Just do it. Even if it's wrong, just do something. Keep the movement going forward. More importantly, don't procrastinate on it either. Because the moment that you say, yeah, let's do that tomorrow, (laughs) then you've already lost like a good hard push that you could have given yourself. It was a TED talk on that. Yeah. 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 She was like, there's no such thing as motivation. Um, it's just doing it in the moment. It was like, if you don't do it in the first five seconds after you have the thought, you're not going to do it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that in my own behavioral patterns. Some action to those thoughts. It's just, you know, you know, it's just hard. Yeah. Sometimes life is hard. And that's why we're doing a being helpless and getting out of helpless feelings because I need it too. Yep. Uh, (laughs) if you're already trying things. Don't give up. Yes. This is this is part B of the whole, you know, attempting to do it thing is we oftentimes get started on something and as soon as the first obstacle gets in our way, mm-hmm. we give up. I think a good way to not have that happen is to have someone to help motivate you. So like, listen, I want to donate to a charity that will help. Uh, X, Y, and Z with the rainforest or whatever your your stuff is, mm-hmm. and um, don't let me not do it. <laughs> or just sit next to me while I do. Will you? When <laughs> please check in with me. You know what I mean. Like sometimes you just need fucking help. Yeah. You know you have no energy. You're feeling low, but you still want to feel like you're affecting change because you can. Yeah. You are not helpless. That's when you can reach out. It's also um, important, as I mentioned earlier, to know when to let go. Yeah. 
if you are pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and you really want to just, you know, you want to save the world and you want to do all these things all at the same time, you're stretching yourself out thin. You need to know when you can take a break. You need to know when you can just go, okay, maybe I can't do everything. Maybe I can't save the world. Maybe I can just start by saving myself. Or maybe I can start smaller. I could volunteer. I could do, you know, charity drives and things like that. I can do what other little things that will make a difference in this small part of my world. Even just re- actually reading articles and spreading good information on your social media. Yeah. Um, reaching out and um, finding places you want to donate to if you don't have the energy or time to actually go out and volunteer yourself Mm -hmm. we are not completely helpless unfortunately we can't fix everything and we don't necessarily won't see the change happening in the next five years but you have no idea what good things you spread will impact other people that's the other thing yes it's never a bad idea to spread positivity and strength it's very important to to be able to to at least know that every little action you do does have effects. Yeah. It may not be the big, all-encompassing effect that you want it yeah. to be, but it's still something. Yeah. And it's more than you were doing before. Yeah. Which, it's important to get mad about the issues you care about. Or to get sad when people close to you are going through a hard time. These are things that, you know, make us human. And they make us emotionally aware. That's a really good point. Our lives are not necessarily meant to be happy all the time. That's not how we affect change. No. Um, So I think this is more about not you need to feel happy and how to feel happier Mm-hmm. but how to empower yourself or the people around you that need empowering and help empowering to get the change started that will make things better. That could potentially lead to happiness in their own way. Yes. Ultimately, guys, whatever it is that's happening in the world, whatever it is that we all know is maybe not the best right now, there is the potential for good to come of this and we can make the best out of whatever situation we are in at the moment it doesn't always feel like it but just take a deep breath and take a step forward and already you've done more than you were going to do if you had sat there and done nothing that said uh we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, as always, follow us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit, and if you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon, which we uh, we want to send a special thank you to, to our very first our very first Patreon, <laughs> Patreon. Uh, Alicia, who is our first Patreon subscriber. She also has a podcast. She does called the Occupied Mind which we'll have a link to in the description. She talks about the things she's listening to and watching. It's super fun. 
Uh, so by all means, please check it out. We've got a small community here. I think it's important to support each other. Yes, absolutely. If you want to send us something directly, by the way, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Well, guys, thank you so much again for listening, and we hope wherever you are, uh, things feel like a little bit more in your grasp, and you can move forward. So I hope you have a great week. We look forward to talking next week, and as always, don't don't tell tell us us to just get over it. it.